Hello, friends. My sure here bringing you episode 401. We did it. We went past it. 400. You know, we broke that. Of Maestro on the Mic doing a Monday mini style. In today's episode, I'm talking to you about how to say the same thing over and over and over and over again and not get annoyed. This is a pretty integral part of content creation and marketing on social media. And while I love it, I know that some people really struggle with this and they absolutely hate it. I want to help. All this and more. But first, hey DJ, give me that heartbeat. This is Maestro on the Mic. A podcast designed to help you change your mindset and your life. It is time for something new. Join host Dr. Shante Cofield, also known as the Movement Maestro, on a journey to see the bigger picture. Open your eyes. Find your passion and discover how movement unites us all. Let's get it popping. This is Maestro on the Mic. I'm the Maestro, and you're about to get maestro Three, two, one. Hello, 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 my podcast people, and thank you for joining me for yet another episode of my favorite podcast. Y'all were awesome for episode number 400. You celebrated with me. You shared things. Y'all are the best. So today we're talking about redundancy. In the world of social media, and I think in general, right? I think if you're probably a parent, you're like, this is my life. But in the world of, of teaching people and educating people and dealing with people, redundancy becomes an integral part of things, meaning you have to say things literally 11 billion times, period. That's that's it. You got to say it 11 billion times. Why? Because it takes people that long to be ready to hear it. It takes people that long to actually understand it. They have to hear it in the right time, in the right place, in the right way. You got to keep saying the same thing over and over and over and over again. Now, I kind of hesitate to say you got to keep saying it, but you do. And the reason I hesitate to say that is because it sounds so negative. And in my opinion, this is actually a great thing. It makes things easier. Like you just keep saying the same shit. Like you don't have to you know, reinvent the wheel and come up with all these new ideas. You literally just need to keep talking about the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. I was speaking about this with my mafia, We're talking about episode 400. You know, I spliced in episode number one and largely I'm talking about the same exact themes. And I started that podcast in 2018 I think I've been talking about the same thing just my whole life, but was speaking about that. And one of the dope mafiosos was just like, how do you not get sick of it? Like I need entertainment. I like variety and I get get bored with this. And I respect that, right? There are number one, right off the bat, there are, I had to say it. Y'all know I had to say it right off the bat. There are different archetypes out there, right? People that need more entertainment with more and more variability, more variation with things, um, what podcast it was Eat Train Prosper? The Eat Train Prosper podcast that's hosted by uh, Aaron Straker and Brian Borstein. They, I think, they brought someone on actually to talk about this and talk about archetypes as it relates to exercise. And some people just really like to have more variety in their exercises. Other exercise programs. Other people can just you know keep doing the same thing over and over again. And it was, and of course, the guy that has a test that you can take and like on the email list and figure out what you are, or you could just like know what you are and be like, this is what I like, but if you want a name for it, uh, and it makes sense then if this is how you are to look for programming that will meet your needs 
And we'll also provide you with the outcome that you want because we know when you're jumping around, this is a little off topic, but we know when you're program hopping, you're jumping around, it can be hard to make or difficult to make the gains that you want. Just in general, whether it's a weightlifting program or I'm thinking about volleyball right now, if I'm jumping around from coaches and working on different things, it's going to be hard to reach a, a set goal. So yes, it can be helpful to learn your archetype or just know how you are and then lean into programming that, that suits it so that you keep doing the thing, but you know, the double-edged sword there. But the, the message, that we're, what we're talking about today in the episode is leaning into this and what I suggest doing because some people, yeah, they just feel like, you know, they need more entertainment with things, more variation and other people need less. Now, I I got like six things I want to talk about. And for me, it is always important to acknowledge any kind of privilege that I think that I have, whether it's earned, gained, born, whatever, whatever the things are. I just, I do think it's, there's value in stating that. The flip side being, it is what it is, right? So the privilege that I have is that this is just how I am. I can lean into doing the same thing. It's two parts here, actually. One, I can lean into doing the same thing over and over and over again until I get it. I can eat the same breakfast. I've literally been having the same breakfast for I don't even know how long. Y'all follow me on Instagram. You see it. And I don't get I don't get tired of it. And then if I do get tired, of it, I will just find something new or place it and I'll have that thing for an <laughs> incredibly long amount of time until I get tired of it. Uh, something that I've been able to do. It, it does. I don't get bored with these things. Uh, I'm thinking about working out right now, and I've been following Paragon for I don't know since COVID, and not getting bored with those things because I have set goals and I understand that keeping this routine and and keeping certain variables the same. I, this is the the scientist in my brain. Keeping things the same allows you to do the best kind of experiments and know what is working and what isn't working. So, and I'm a creature, have creature of routine. I really value safety and repetition and familiarity breeds that safety. The flip side of that privilege is that I think that, you know, I was, I was an only child for about eight years. First eight years of my life, only child. Then my brother, Justin came along, snatched it away. Love that guy so much. Actually brought him on the podcast. Freaking love him. I have two more siblings beside it. There's four of us, but I think in being an only child and just my my inherent personality, how I am, I can entertain the shit out of myself. Like, I like talking to myself. I like thinking to myself. I like being alone with myself. You know, COVID was actually a great time. I got lonely, but that problem was literally fixed by getting Rupert. Like, I got my cat, and then I was like, okay, I could, like, stay here. <laughs> I could, like, stay doing this. I'm good. Like, I'm not in any rush to get back, right? So I think that I have that inherent privilege there of just like, this is how I am and it's not a burden for me. But like I was saying earlier, having someone acknowledge their privilege, things like that, it still doesn't change your situation. I'm thinking about volleyball. My partner today, I think Allie is actually 5'11 and she's incredibly athletic. I can't do shit about that. Like That is her privilege and I'm 5'6 and I can't be like, like, what am I going to fucking do? Like, I, I yes, if she was trying to teach me something or show, show me something, it's helpful for her to know, like, okay, she's going to do it a little bit differently than I am because of how she is. But that still doesn't change how I am and the goal that I have, and thus the fact that I need to figure out what I got to do to achieve that goal. Right? So, right off the bat, got the privilege there, and I will acknowledge that. For those people that have this ability, it is a superpower. Or if you can develop this ability, it is a superpower. It is the ability to stay with a single thing and not get bored. 
That is a superpower. I'm actually going to do an episode. I'm working on it. I'm kind of fleshing it out about the foundations and the fact that everyone talks about them as being boring. And I'm like, but they're not. And I realize that's, I think, differently. But I also think that part of that is how society speaks about it and the expectations that are set up and the things that people put out there and the ideas that are put out there about meaning and deserving and things like that. But I digress. It is a superpower if you have it. If you don't, let's chat about the things that you can do to not get super annoyed and tired of saying the same things over and over and over and over and over again. So from a content creation perspective, number one would be change how you say it. The whole goal with content creation is not to say different things, not to say a million different things. Wow, I'm having a moment there. Leave that in, Courtney, because it's real. Let's mug it up. Okay. The whole goal with content creation is not to say a million different things. The goal with content creation is to say the same handful of things in as many different ways as possible. So this can actually start off with the actual like physical way that you are conveying these messages, whether it's like, okay, I have a podcast and I'm going to write an email and I'm going to do a reel and I'm going to do a static post. God bless. Let's see if it gets shown to anybody. And I'm going to talk about it in my stories and I'm going to talk about it to my friends and I'm going to do a vlog. Like I'm just throwing a bunch of ideas out here because the whole concept here is how many different ways can you say that same thing, right? And this isn't about like, the specific message and how many different angles you can come at it from, that is another technique and another tactic, absolutely. But something that's even easier is how many different ways, physically, tangibly, can you convey this message? Can you post about it? Can you write about it? Can you vlog about it? Can you do a longer video, a shorter video? Can you tweet about it? Can you do a podcast about it? That is the built-in redundancy there, but can provide you with that entertainment. Yes, the kind of, it's not even flip side, it's just something I mentioned earlier a little bit before, is coming at this same concept from different angles. Absolutely. I think that Gray Cook is a master of this, which is why he, he I think, has had the success that he has had. A part of the reason that he has had the success that he has had is that he's a phenomenal teacher. He can teach the same concepts in a bunch of different ways, and that appeals to so many different people. Like we know, People need to hear things when they are ready, right? The student appears, the teacher appears when the student is ready, right? People need to be ready to internalize this message. And if you're not saying it a zillion times, they're not going to hear it from you. They're going to hear it from somebody else. Second thing that you can do to not get tired of saying the same things over and over and over again, especially when it's in your business, and this was a part of the the mafia discussion and and Sudabi reminded me of this. And I was like, yeah, you are right. I talk about this all the time. And you just threw it back at me and I fucking love that. And that is to do things outside of your business that entertain you. So yes, redundancy can be really frustrating, but if you have other things that you're like, okay, I'm, I'm being redundant in this thing. I'm, I'm talking about this thing again on this platform. Okay, cool. That's just part of your day. And then you go and do other shit that lights you up and you hang out with people, you know, other, you hang out with people that light you up. You may notice that you end up talking about some of those same things because if you're really passionate about it, it's my guess if you talk about those same things, you're probably not super bored with it. But again, I digress. The whole goal with this suggestion is to diversify your joy portfolio, right? Barring from my girl, Holly, 
diversify your joy portfolio. This way you don't mind. You're like, yeah, when I'm teaching this thing, I have to say the same thing a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. I say it for a zillion years. When I leave that teaching environment, I don't have to say that. I can talk about other things. I can get entertainment, excitement, variability, variation, variety from something else. Next point. And I'm going to probably split this into two points because something just came in my head as I was saying that last part. Be willing, just simply, be willing to say the things long enough and say them enough times to get the external validation that will bring you that excitement and will make that feel less annoying and less frustrating. You won't be so tired of it. I can guarantee that when someone says like, oh, I get it now, or that helped me out so much, you don't mind that you had to say it so many times, at least in that moment, you're not thinking like, well, fuck, I said it a million times. Sometimes maybe you're like, I've said it a zillion times, but oftentimes that can be outweighed or at least matched by this the happiness that you have that this person finally internalized it and, and received that message, like that validation that what you are saying and now that redundancy is helpful, but you got to be simply be willing to say it long enough. say it enough times. You have to be willing. I know it's kind of like a a circular argument here because I'm like, how to not get tired of saying the same thing is to simply not get tired of it and say it long enough so that people can celebrate you and validate you. And then I promise you, you won't be tired of it. The, The kind of split point that I wanted to say here that I was just thinking about is if you are on the receiving end of something, Right. So in this case, we're talking about you as the creator, you as the teacher, you're saying the same thing over, over and over and over again. If you're on the receiving end of something, if you learn something and it lands with you, go and tell that person. Right? I'm, a, I'm a huge proponent of putting the energy out into the universe that you want to be receiving. I don't care how fucking woo that sounds. That shit is legit. Right? Put that out into the universe and it will come back to you. I text my coach Steven all the time after class, just to say thank you that this landed, that this resonated, here's what I got out of it. Because I know this dude been saying the same thing for a million years. I know he's been saying the same thing to me for the past two years, right? I started in 2020, it's 2022 now. And I know this for a fact because after practice, I'm this person, after practice, I write down the things that I learned from practice, right? This is, I think this is part of being 37 now, you know, 37 years old, playing a sport, I'm like a grown-up, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to write this shit down because I'm probably going to forget it if I don't, and also I have my phone right here. Why not? When you're a teenager, you're like, I got other shit to do. Me, I'm like, well, I, I want to I get better at this, so I'm going to write it down. So I go through my notes from time to time, and I'm like, this guy fucking said this to me on the first practice. The first practice he said it. But I wasn't ready. I, didn't, I couldn't actually do the thing he was asking. I couldn't even focus on the thing he was asking. Because I was so busy, it's like, well, how do I put my hands, right? This guy's talking about lining things up and the height for sets and footwork and, you know, paying attention to the wind because the wind is a big deal. And I was like, cool, I'm going to write it down and I'm going to come back to it because when the student is ready, the teacher appears. This student was not ready at that time, not ready at all, but. I still thank him. And I'm like, thank you for saying this. This is what I got out of it. And then when, you know, I noticed the redundancy, I noticed, I'm like, okay, like you said this, or I'll go back and ask him, like, oh, this dude said it. finally, it's finally clicking. I will say that as well. And I will thank him for being willing to say the same thing. And I know he's been saying it forever and ever and ever and ever. And then I'm just grateful for it. 
right? That is the energy that I want to put out into the universe. And that is the energy that I do like to get back because part of, you know, if I think about what I like, I like to be acknowledged. I think there's people out there that like to feel needed or be needed. People like to be chosen. I like to be acknowledged. And so it means a ton when someone's like, I learned this from you. You showed me this thing. That's amazing for me. Like I, this is why I'm a big stickler for giving, giving credit to people. It's because it's what I like. So I'll do the same thing for others. So I make it a point to acknowledge Stephen and the redundancy and the fact that he's willing to say that same thing so many times. And I do believe that that will come back to me. I don't do it because I want it or need it to come back to me or, you know, with the sole intent of like, I'm doing this only because I want it to come back to me. But I do believe that when you put that shit out there, you have a much bigger, better chance of it coming back to you. All right, last thing, and this is kind of more so content creation specific, but have an opinion. So I think that there's some of the redundancy or some of the fatigue with the redundancy and getting annoyed and getting frustrated and getting tired of saying the same things because what people are saying is very basic. And that's nothing wrong with that. But the example I'm going to use is, again, came from the mafia. If you're just talking about deadlifts, like, yeah, you're going to get fucking tired of deadlifts. As soon as you relate it to something that you care about and you state your opinion around it, it changes. So when I'm coaching in uh, my Instagram intensive, one of the things we talk about is how to write a caption. And I'm not the type of person that comes with these hard, fast rules, but I will come with soft suggestions and a loose structure to help people out so they have an idea of where to start. Because I know for some people, they're like, I don't even know what to say. Given that my background is movement and so many people in my ecosystem are movement-related, one of the things that I kind of caution people against is creating an exercise library on Instagram. There's nothing wrong with creating an exercise library, but if we're looking to ultimately monetize this thing, you have to put your two pennies into it, right? your own thoughts into it. If you're just like, here's how you do a deadlift, that is nothing wrong with that, but it becomes very difficult to monetize that down the road because you haven't established why you care about this, right? You haven't added a personal flair to this so that the consumer is like, oh, I want to get this from Julie as opposed to getting it from anywhere else because I trust her. And part of the way that you build that trust is by, you know, imprinting, inserting, that's what I want, inserting your opinion, your experience with these things. So when you're creating content, it shouldn't just be about like, you know, a drill and just like, here's how you do this thing. Throw in some opinions. Instagram is phenomenal for that. And I think social media in general is phenomenal for that. When you say like, this is what I think. This is why, this is this is a different thought here. I kind of said, this is why a million times. But this is why I also encourage people to have that email list and to have that podcast. It's easier to share your opinions and your thoughts and go deeper with those things on those platforms as opposed to Instagram, which is like, you know, these much shorter sound bites. So I think one of the ways that you can infuse or inject some enjoyment into the redundancy or the redundant process is to have a goddamn opinion and share it. Why do you like this exercise? When was the most recent time you used it? What do you have you noticed when you're working with clients? What have you noticed when you're doing it with yourself? Whatever. That sounded weird, but we're sticking with it. Whatever. Have an opinion and state it. All right, there you go. We got five things that I think you could do that I'm going to suggest you try in order to combat the boredom that some people talk about 
when they have to say the same things over and over and over and over and over again, right? Number one was change how you say it and lean into the ways that you enjoy saying it. Number two, do things outside of your business that actually entertain you. Number three, be willing to say it long enough and enough times to get the external validation that will bring you the excitement. And then number whatever the next one is, what is that? One, two, three, four. I, I'm sorry, I can't. The screen is very small. I do have it written down. Number four, have an opinion. That's it. That is it. All right, one announcement coming your way. We got round 12 of the Instagram intensive launching soon. Very soon. I'm going to open doors to the waitlist on September 5th, and I will open doors to the public for any remaining spots that we have left, if there are any, on September 12th. If you want to get in for round number 12 of my Instagram intensive, which is my six-week group coaching program that teaches you how to use Instagram for online business, all you got to do, click the link in the show notes, put your name on the waitlist, and then you'll be the first to know when the doors open. All the information is on the, the information page that we have linked. Thank you, Courtney. It's linked in the show notes. So you can check all that out. The price, the start date, the, the times. It's all on there, right? Our first call will be sub- Tuesday, September 20th. And uh, the, all the calls are on Tuesdays at 4 p.m. PST. So check it out. If you got any questions after reading the whole page, Go ahead, shoot me a DM at The Movement Maestro or drop me a little texty text, 310-737-2345. I'd love to hear from you after you read the information page. I'm just going to say it. I want everyone to be adults, right? I want everyone to be adults. All right, officially wrapping it up. As always, endlessly appreciative for every single one of you. Until next time, friends, Maestro 